0: Twisting, turning, that's a penalty, is it? No, he's still going, no, oh, how about that? How about that? Two friends, two minds, and one love for Arsenal Football Club. You are now listening to the cotton Two Minds podcast. Going on. Welcome to the podcast, Cotton Two Minds. It's your boy E. Marshall, Uncle E. Chilling, you know, flying solo once again. The big fella at Gunnar Rush still out of the country, scouting, scouring the earth for a number nine because <laughs> the one we got woo anyway we'll get into all that later hope everybody's had a great weekend Thanksgiving here in America oh my gosh the festivities the food the shopping Black Friday you know all that bullshit <laughs> all of it uh you know you're eating all this food you know the 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 dressing stuffing whatever you call it it's a lot of breads and carbs and air you know the deviled eggs the brussels sprouts mashed potatoes gravy you know All kind of people in your house, tight quarters, coronavirus, aborted anything. Just a you know, just a house full of farts, if you think about it. Just a bunch of people in a house farting and watching American football. That's what Thanksgiving's all about. You know dogs walking around the house like man what the fuck? you know i need a new snout <laughs> anyway the reason why i'm saying that is because the day after thanksgiving i woke myself up with a fart uh not just any fart but like a, a 25 second fart so there you have it halfway through the fart i started getting worried you know is this gonna end or will i will it just be a continual fart uh, eventually it ended like I said 25 seconds and um yeah so enough enough you know doing a podcast by yourself enough enough for the foolishness uh let's see what else that was on Friday Saturday watched the Arsenal game you know we hosted Newcastle team sitting bottom near the bottom who knows bottom uh, after the game, I went and got a booster shot, you know, boosted up like a villain doing my part. It's my uh, fourth booster. Yeah, I'm one of these guys that just goes and just gets all kind of shots. you know. I can't tell you how many times I've been vaccinated. Nobody's keeping track. You know, everybody's running around screaming, giggling. Some people scared to get it you know some people looking down on people who don't get it I I don't don't, none of that shit I just go get it I'm doubled up on everything except for Astra Seneca whatever that one is I I want that one then I'll have them all doubled up and boosted on all of them doing my own personal experiment with these vaccines I'll let y'all know how it goes Um, you know so far I'm, I seem to be developing uh, a little telekinesis. I think is what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> so I got that going for <laughs> me. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, enough. <clears throat> Binger back. What stories all last week? Binger coming back to Arsenal in some sort of role, some sort of capacity. Uh. It's welcomed by Arteta, which is nice. It just what it really, what it really highlights, is how secure, in in his position, Arteta is, to to welcome back such a figurehead, like Wenger, and not be intimidated or worried. Um, shows a lot. Shows that he has a he has somebody by the balls. <laughs> yeah. He's got some dirt on somebody. But I think it's tremendous. Whatever Vinger can bring to the situation, hopefully, maybe he can help Arteta with um chance creation, you know. You know, offensively getting the team to create a little more chances. Who knows? Um, uh, but anytime you can have Papa Wenger back with the club, I think it's tremendous. In whatever capacity. You know, he could just come out and uh do a post match interview. And listen to that fool talk all night. Anyway, enough with the foolishness. Let's get a quick recap in, and then we'll dig in to the main course. <laughs> you know, Odegaard and Prilaka. That was the only change. I liked it. You know, it's a perfect opportunity to see where he's at, and we'll get into that later. <laughs> Plus, it gives Laka a rest before the Man United game on Thursday, which, to me, is a huge match to see where this team's at. I know people like to... I'm I'm, I'm recording this on Sunday, so I don't know what they did against Chelsea yet, but I know a lot of people like to make fun of Man U and other. But, you know, man for man, they they got a better team than us, and this is going to be a tough challenge. So, huge match on Thursday. Plus Thursday, so <laughs> that's a weird night for a game. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Thursday, uh, what is this? The Europa League. But anyway, that's what the schedule says, and um, it's it's you know, we're we gonna see, we're gonna see. So anyway, to continue with the recap. You know, the team started out real slow, real slow, too slow for my liking. Uh, that has a lot to do with uh, Arteta, I think. But eventually, you know, Nuno was the only guy really out there trying to make some things happen early on. Uh, eventually, Saka got going probably like the last 10 minutes of the first half. He got to the byline and, and floated a pass back to ESR who headed it on goal he should have finished he really should have finished but the rebound fell to the captain a striker on uh 350 a week yeah and uh he choked right before halftime a beautiful time to score a goal against a team like newcastle just hanging on by a thread would have really opened up the match going into the second half but So, we're headed into halftime, it's nil-nil, I'm thinking to myself, oh shit, here we go with this bullshit, but second half, the team came out much better of tempo, Uh, the passing was quicker, we started pressuring Newcastle more, creating turnovers and chances on the other end, and uh, Sokka popped up on the left-hand side to work some magic with his young homies and uh, scored scored a great goal. After a 16 pass sequence, um, assisted by Nuno. <laughs> the only player, like I said, who came out dialed in. More on him later. And not long after that, Saka goes off with a knock or a muscle strain or something. In steps Martinelli. He's on the pitch. His second touch, he scores a tremendous over the shoulder volley to make it two nil. And Arsenal win now uh, I was going look to look into some stats but uh, you know forget all that we, we pretty much dominated pretty much dominated so now now that that's over let's get dialed in <laughs> let's ask some questions put the pieces to the puzzle together figure it out look at you look at you relax it's uncle here we go slow start you know against a team like newcastle struggling struggling not struggling they're struggling hanging on by a thread you you, in games like this at home you really want to come out and uh just just put it to rest no questions, we're going to come out here, we're going to pose ourselves, and we're going to dominate this game. We're going, we're going to do everything we can to get a goal right away. So that you at least, so Newcastle will at least have to come out and play and open up. You know, it was it was stressful. That first half was stressful, and when Aub- Aubameyang missed, you know, I got worried here we go another one of these games you know we're gonna scrape by and get a one-nil victory or who knows what could happen but eventually we eventually we came on and we got it but I really think Arteta needs to have the team ready to go and these in these type of games you know we showed against I think it was Norwich recently somebody we came out we were aggressive we imposed ourselves and we went after it and um I, I really thought that's what was needed this game but for some reason it didn't happen and you know we gotta work on that we, we gotta come out the gates fine and uh let me see I think uh let's, let's see let's see what your boy has to say huh let's see what your boy has to say hold on a second let me get my shit together look at you Everybody's giggling. You know, everybody's giggling. Let's see. Chrome tab, cotton two minds. We're gonna share audio. And then bam. Let's see. Let's see if this shit's gonna work. I feel that second half is what you wanted to see. You're waiting for a spark, really, like. Yes, in the first half we took the game where we wanted, but um, but without really being a real threat and understanding the, how we had to attack that block um, well enough. And we lacked some compulsion in the final set to give the final ball better. The shooting, I don't know how many times we shoot, but we didn't hit the target at all. In the second half, we changed a few things. I think we started already in a different way. Our purpose, our rhythm was much better and we started to generate chances. And uh, we managed to score two and obviously the game was in control. Hmm. You feel me? You feel me? So everything I just everything he just said should have been from the jump. Shouldn't have, shouldn't have been any questions about it. We had to come out and we should have dominated his team from the jump. Just so I could relax. You know? I guess I'm being selfish right now. But he made the proper adjustments. He got the team going in the second half. And tremendous. Tremendous. But these slow starts this this lack of intensity the the you know you got to be cutthroat against these sorry teams especially at home come out put them away so that there's no question about it uh that's what i want to see going forward and uh so he listens to this podcast so yeah i'm talking to you Mikel. get it going from the jump now on to on to something else (laughs) On to the next uh, topic. (laughs) Look. Look. (coughs) Excuse me. Arteta and Adu have been clearing out the bad apples. You know, with uh, attitudes uh, detrimental to the team's success. You know, they've been getting them out of Dodge. And for the most part, they've gotten rid of most of. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> There's one left. Any guesses who? Huh? Any? <laughs> no. It's not Pepe. <laughs> Say what you want about Pepe. He tries. There's effort. He just don't know how to play with this system and these players. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with him, but he just can't quite get it so who is it who's left who's that one guy left mm-hmm. that's right a yang <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah let me tell you in life when you get to be a certain age you know over 30 you start getting different priorities in life you got your wife your kids you know your body's aching you're playing this damn soccer you've been doing this shit since you were five you know your kids are going to grammar school you want to hang out you got your dog you know Uh, the writing's on the wall (laughs) 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 your passion for the grind Starts to wane, especially if you're on $350,000 a week. Now, to me, I don't get the feeling Obama Yang is completely dialed in. I just don't. In the last few games, you can see that with the missed penalties, the, the stupid offsides, just the running. The giggling. He not. He, he, anyway. I don't see the hustle and drive. I see a player in his 30s trying to get to the finish line. Let me ask you a question. Do you really think Abba cares where this team finishes this year? Do you think top four is a priority for Abba? You think getting into the Champions League is what drives him? Pushes him forward. <laughs> Clearly not, because he wouldn't have shined, He wouldn't have signed an extension to stay with Arsenal. If that was the case, I see no passion. And again, today, Saturday, another awfulness. You know, this was a sinner, and it was at a crucial point in the match right before halftime. And afterwards, I saw no remorse. None. Don't get it twisted. We have to buy a striker if we're going to get top four. Loan out Balagrin, sell Eddie and Keita and buy a number nine. Now in the process of that, periodically give Martinelli a run out to see where he's at against weaker opponents he's a player who desperately needs match experience and he hasn't been given an opportunity we'll talk about him a bit he uh, he scored a tremendous goal and throughout his career he's shown flashes of brilliance he's still a little spazzy but whatever we gotta we gotta sign a number nine We have to, we have to sign a player who's ready to go to ready to go. No Tamiyasu type signings, none of that. Somebody who's ready to go right now, who that is uh, at Guna Rush is working on that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know, hey, it's whatever. On to the next. To me, this game was about redemption especially after getting our asses handed to us by Liverpool a lot of our young players that match made a lot of silly mistakes Uh, some that opened the floodgates so to me this match is about redemption and let's start with you know who Nuno Tabarez bounced back like a soldier you know Now, he's still wild, but he wasn't timid, you know? He wasn't gun-shy. He didn't hide. He didn't sulk. He stayed aggressive, stayed running, attacking, and getting back on defense. I will say, he, you know, he's been hanging out with Partey a little too much. The, that parte disease where you where you get the constant urge to shoot from outside the box, but hell, I'll take it. For the first goal, there was 16. There was a 16 pass build up, and it ended with a cute little pass from Nuno to Saka for a classy finish from a tight angle. I'll take the good and the bad with Nuno because you know he's going to give you 100%. He ain't scared. You got to love it. Also, uh, Tommy Asu wasn't highlighted for some of the mistakes he made in that Liverpool game, which, you know, which weren't as bad as Nuno's, but uh, he had his hands full. He was going against that little angry guy, Mane, and um, I thought he could have played better. Anyway, that's in the past. I thought he bounced back nicely, had a great game. It was really nice to see him be more aggressive you know he showed good vision yeah uh, he pushed up the pitch i mean yeah. yeah i really noticed him yesterday against newcastle i thought he was him in soccer had some chemistry over there he was a little more involved than us going forward and that that you know that helps with uh giving the team some balance because you can't just have Nuno pushed all the way up. You got you to gotta work them from, on the left side and the right side. I thought Tommy Asu uh, I just noticed him more uh, being more positive and uh, yeah. I think he smiled yesterday too. Not quite sure. I'm going to go back and watch the game again but I think he did smile um, and while wow, I'm tripping Beautiful. He, he has some nice key passes and a wonderful pass to Gabby. The, the vision to see it, the weight of the ball, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful assist for the Gabby goal. So, tremendous performance by Tommy Ossio. I thought he played well. It's nice to see him be a little more aggressive and be more positive. So, our fullbacks got both the assist. They were positive And, um, tremendous, tremendous bounce, bounce back for the Liverpool game. So, there you go. There you go. Now you know the thing with Tommy Yasu, he he shouldn't be pushing forward all the time, but against weaker sides, give it a go, give it a go, go for it. You know. Who else redeemed himself? <sighs> Lekanga. <laughs> you know he had a solid. You know he had a solid game. He had a solid game. He played good to me. He's still not fully dialed in. He, he he really is passing uh the awareness. I don't know. I think he's got I think he's got to tighten up. I think, you know, you see the pass, make the pass. Don't wait. Pass it right to the guy. You know. Don't 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 try to be fancy, don't try to be cool. Just just be workmanlike. You know? Just get the job done and, and for the most part yesterday he did but i see some things i see some things and i just want him to be a little more buttoned up and hopefully he gets there i'm not dissing him i'm not angry i see some things i see <laughs> anyway now a fellow supporter friend of mine asked me a question is he better than gwen ducey first of all who gives a (laughs) gwen ducey's when gwen ducey's out online you know second of all to me all around gwen ducey's better to me uh plus he's an asshole on the He gets on the opponent's nerves. He winds people up. And every team needs an asshole. Every team. Otherwise you got a bunch of squares out there not defending themselves. You know? We we, we need that. We gotta we gotta, you know. Anyway, think of uh Mane, Fabinho, totting Tottingham. <laughs> you know? these are assholes these are the type of guys you know every team needs one anyway anyway, who gives a shit the real question is is Lukonga definitively better than Maitland Niles at this stage in his career that's the real question Uh, get at me at CITM podcast or leave a comment on YouTube or, or what you think Because I don't think he is. And uh, I think Maitland now needs to get some run outs. But a lot of games coming up. A lot of games. He's going to get his chance. All right, on to your boy. Speaking of squares, (laughs) you know, choir boys, Odegaard. Ah, You know, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. he had a good free kick but what else yeah. didn't really create anything uh, you know starting, I'm starting to see what's going on you know nice little squad player good kid good attitude hard worker but right now um mm not seeing any magic. Now, fortunately for him, the games are coming quick, fast, in a hurry. So he'll get some opportunities to prove me wrong. But man, oh man, I need to see a spark. Some. (laughs) For real. Ben White, Gabriel, Ramsdale. Huh? Solid performance. The spine of this team is coming together nicely. You know, those three. Whoo. Come on now. Got to be excited about that as an Arsenal supporter. Now, if we can get some consistent cover in that midfield. Shit. Look out. All right. How'd the kids do? Uh, what's going on with Star Boy? What's going on? Is he okay? Huh? How the kids do? Look, Saka was showing his skill on Saturday. He's growing in stature. You know. You, you need your stars to step up and try and take over a match. When things aren't going right. not much happening going forward you need your stars to to step up and and take the match by the scruff of the neck that's exactly what he did at the end of the first half and right out the gate in the second half and the team needed it bad because Aubameyang the leader the captain the veteran the star was giving us nothing at halftime i was asking myself where was the goal gonna come from and soccer came out and showed me what time it was now you know he did go off injured in the 63rd minute but who knows he's young you never know he could be ready for man U on thursday I sure as hell hope so. Or that's going to be a long game. What was I talking about last last week? Pack it in. Try to nick a goal late. If he can't play, that should be the tactic. Put Aubameyang out far left. Hopefully he can. uh, Anyway, I'm jumping the gun here. I'm jumping the gun here. But uh, Martinelli subbed on for soccer. In the second touch of the game, uh, at the 65th minute, tremendous balling, Tr- tremendous. And this kid, he's he's shown sparks throughout his Arsenal career. He he scored some great goals, key moments. He works hard. He's fast. He's uh, you know, instant energy. Like you watch him out there, he's he's actually working hard and trying to do things. To me, because he's young, he doesn't understand. You need to pick and choose your moments. I think he's a little spazzy at this stage in his career. But, man, he he, he scores some great goals. And that, that was tremendous. That really was tremendous. Now, a lot of fans are saying, he's got to play. Arteta done his growth. What's going on? You know, I compare the situation to Phil Fulton on Man City. They used to say the same thing about Pep. You know, you got to play this kid more. He's a star. He's a star. And before his breakout season last year, he—you know—he was in and out of the lineup. Sometimes he was never in the lineup. But they brought him along slowly, and uh, you know, they put him out there at the right time where he could really do something. And I and I, and I hope that's what's going on with Martinelli. But look, with this schedule we got coming up. I'm gonna highlight some of the games we have, plus the African Cup of Nations. Martinelli's gonna have all the opportunities to play, and he's gotta he's gotta show some consistency, and he's gotta be ready in those games. Because when he's had opportunities this year, he hasn't really showed too much. So, love the kid, great goal. Um, hopefully, this this is a th- this is a sign of things to come from him. By the way. That was a clear penalty on gabby clear bar at it again did us wrong you you know we're having a pretty good season when when none of us are talking about bar screwing us and matches (laughs) i mean really the 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 fool it wasn't shoulder to shoulder like who knows that fool came up and cracked that fool in his jaw but anyway anyway i like how anyway that, that was a mess that was a mess you didn't know what was going on oh they're doing a bar check and next thing you know it's a quant just ridiculous so what did we learn today uh Aubameyang is not the striker this club needs at this point it's a bad fit. he struggles down the middle and when he plays out left he disappears offensively and defensively, the squad is not as effective. That leaves us in a tough spot. Because Laka ain't it either. As much as I love his, you know, his rough and tumble and his his uh industry, he ain't it either. Balagrin, Martinelli, they're too young and inexperienced. Have you seen the schedule? Let me let me let me just rattle off some. Hold on a second. Look at me. Doesn't have his shit together. Oh, yeah. Look at me. Look at me. Just look at. Let's look at the dates on these teams. Usually, it's around the Christmas time that the uh, schedule gets all shitty and congested. Man U, December 2nd, Thursday. Everton, four days later, December 6th. Uh, five days later, Southampton. Four days later, West Ham. Three days later, Leeds United. Then we got a EFL Cup match, quarterfinals. Three days after that, Norwich, five games. Five Five days after that. Three day, two days. Actually, some of this shit has to change because that's like on FIFA, the video game where you do career mode. Two days after that, we got Wolves. Oh, no, that's probably right. So, plus players leaving on African Cup. Man, it's scary. It's scary the amount of games we're about to have to play. So, with all that said, we got to get a number nine ASAP. A proven goal scorer entering his in his or her prime. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's a lot to ask for and it ain't going to be easy, but damn it. This is Arsenal. We can't play around with it. Can't wait till deadline day to bring somebody in. It's got to be early in the window or there is no way we're getting into the top four, no way whatsoever. And we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Uh, this game on Thursday is huge. It's huge. As I think Arsenal are better than 15 other teams in the, in the Premier League. I think, I think we can get with 15 of them, no problem. If we play good on our day, we, we should beat the majority of those teams. But Chelsea... Liverpool, Man City and uh you know, Man United. That that, that game Thursday is huge cuz if we can beat them then we got a definite shot at the top 4. So, we'll see how it goes. Who knows what's jumping off. I don't know. You know, we're playing on Thursday and shit. I'm doing solo podcasts. You know, I might go live right after the match. on YouTube, Facebook, one of the, you know, one of these platforms. And uh, so who knows? Who knows? But I want to thank you for uh, tuning in. I wanna thank all the questions, uh, you know, being answered. Shout out to uh, Lil Do, Pat, always down for the cause. Uh, shout out to uh, Gong Lee over there in Indonesia and uh, Bubuka, you know, my Nigerian partner <laughs> and all the African gooners. Thanks for participating. Uh, we do all our damage on Twitter at CITM Podcast. We're on Instagram, uh, Facebook. You know the deal. Share this episode. Leave a review. review, A review. (laughs) Especially on iTunes. And uh, yeah, man, get at me. Get at me. Participate. Thanks for all the love. Be safe out there. And peace. Thank you for tuning into Cotton in Two Minds. Please head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review. All feedback is much appreciated. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at CITM Podcasts, at Guna Rush, and at eMarshall Comedy. The music of this podcast is brought to you by Statics. If you like what you hear, please head on over to staticsmusic.com and be sure to follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Music. That's S-T-A-T-X music. Peace.